Social Zoom Factor, episode 169. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All righty. Today, we are talking about a very important topic, and this is another one of those questions that I get all the time from so many of our clients and students and friends and colleagues, and and the question is, Pam, how do I get my CEO on social media? Or Pam, how do I get my budget approved for social media? Or Pam, how do I get my CEO to understand social media. Okay. So the question I'm going to answer today is I'm going to give you what are the things that your CEO cares about? What does your executive suite or the boardroom care about when it comes to social media? Because until you understand what they care about and what is keeping them up at night and their perception of what they're thinking when they look at social media, you're never going to be able to get your program approved, get your budget, you know, get the support that you need or all these other things you're trying to accomplish. You need to put yourself in their shoes. And if you're new to business or maybe you're new in your career, maybe you just graduated from college or you are you know, new to the world of marketing, maybe you've been in the business world for years and you don't have experience working in a business or corporate environment, then these things can be uh, confusing to you. I'll tell you, you're in good hands because I spent 15 years working in corporate America. I spent 15 years in the big tech, it, working with C-level executives and huge global dispersed teams that were all over the globe, that we were driving integrated programs. So when I'm bringing you this type of information, I'm not just bringing it to you because I read it off of a blog post somewhere and I decided to copy somebody's top 10 tips. I'm bringing the information to you because I've lived it. I've done it. I do these things on a regular basis. And that's why I started my agency over five years ago, the first agency that we sold within two years, because I knew that I could make more 
more of an impact in this world by helping other businesses instead of just my one business. And trust me, I spent a lot of time in the corporate world obtaining budget and putting plans together and getting support for digital and social programs before there was anything called social media, okay? So today we're going to talk about five of the top things that your executive suite, your CEO cares about social media and why are they asking you the questions that they're asking you. I'm going to help you put yourself in their shoes a little bit, okay? And and before we get started, I want to talk about the importance of metrics and a common language when it comes to metrics. And I'm a huge fan of the Altimeter Group. And if you've ever seen me present, you have likely seen a pyramid uh, diagram that I share. And I will put a copy of that in the show notes for this blog, for this podcast. So you can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 169 because this is episode 169. And I will also have loads of other resources there for you. Everything we're talking about today, I've likely done a podcast on it, including how to get your social media budget approved. So you're going to want to make sure you go to that, that URL so you can download resources and white papers and everything we're talking about. I have things to back this up to help you. But back to the pyramid um, diagram. So Altimeter Group has this pyramid diagram that to me just explains it perfectly. And think of a triangle, okay? At the base of the triangle, we have foundational metrics, okay? So these are metrics like community growth and how many shares and how many followers, okay? All the traditional social metrics that we're thinking about. Those things are absolutely foundational to a successful social media program. We have to have those. And particularly those of us who work in the world of social, we know those things are imperative, right? You there's, if nobody's listening to you, it doesn't matter, right? So it's absolutely a balance of quality and quantity. Okay. Anybody that tells you it's only quality when it comes to followers, they don't know what they're talking about because you also want to have your voice heard by as many people as you can. So the goal is to grow the, the largest quality audience that you can. However, if I had to choose between 5,000 people or a hundred thousand people that were robots or spam accounts or people that didn't give a rip about what I had to say, I'd rather take the 500 people that love me and and want to get to know me and want to share my content. I'd rather take 100 people that want to share my content. Okay, so there's absolutely a balance and you want to have good quantity that is filled with quality, real people that are on the edge of their seats waiting for what you are going to deliver to them. So that's the foundational metrics. As we go up the pyramid, then we have in the middle, we have like the, the line of business, the geo leaders, okay? So those are people who within a larger organization may be your regional you know, VPs or they may be ahead of a business unit. If you're in a smaller company, they may be ahead of a certain product line or you know, they're attached to a product. They may be attached to sales. And these people are wanting to know how are we learning about insights? Okay, how are we learning about what are people saying about our product and how are we going to make it better? And they want to know what you're learning out on the social sphere. So if you're wanting to connect with people, you know, at that mid to senior level within your organization, you need to talk about value that social can bring, the insights that social can bring to their 
products that they care about to the business that they're trying to drive. And then as we move up to the top, we have our C-level executives, okay? We have the top executives in our business. What do they care about? They're saying, Pam, show me the money, honey, okay? They care about risk. They care about customer satisfaction. So we're gonna talk through these things today. But what I want you to understand is the biggest mistake that many social marketers make, and particularly in medium even small business, but you know, the larger small business, kind of the SMB up to corporate enterprise is somebody maybe running a social program and they get some budget approved and then they run into their executive in the hallway and their executive says, Hey Pam, how's that social media program going? You know, that $50,000 I gave you last month or whatever. And the social community manager replies and says, Oh, Don, that's going great. We have, you know, 20, uh, 2000 new followers on Twitter and we got this many new likes. Okay. Think of the pyramid. What does the CEO care about? They don't give a rip about the number of followers, okay? Because they don't know how that data relates to the things that they care about. How is that going to help protect the brand? How is that going to increase ROI? How is, you know, if it's a business unit leader, how is that going to help them better develop their product to serve their customers? So you're talking in a different language than what that business decision maker needs to um, communicate in order to understand and see value in your program. So it's so important when you're looking at metrics that you are looking at metrics and talking in a language that your executives can understand. So this this helps us transition a little bit to as we're talking about the things that our executives care about when it comes to social media. These are the things that are toward the upper tier of that pyramid, okay? And I'm going to give you five things that your executives care about in regard to social media today. First thing is they care about brand protection, okay? They care about managing risk. And if you have never been in the managing risk business, well, let me congratulate you and introduce you to part of your new job as a social media manager because you are also now in the managing risk business, okay? I was lucky when I worked in corporate. I worked at Sun Microsystems and I worked in the services division, technology services for over seven and a half years. And I helped them build build their proactive risk management services business. So I speak this language. I live this life. And for many marketers, it's uncomfortable, right? Managing risk is really at the foundation of what a marketer's job is because you're managing risk of customer satisfaction going bad. With every marketing piece we put out there, we're managing risk of brand damage, managing risk of what the community is going to think of that, managing risk that somebody's not going to understand it, managing risk of haters that are jealous of what you're doing and your competitors going after you because you know you're more successful than they are whatever it may be we are risk managers so the number one of the number one things your executive cares about is brand protection so you need to make sure when you are communicating with your executives that that is part of your conversation if you're presenting a deck and you are presenting on what you're going to be doing with your social program you better have a slide in there around brand protection and what you're doing to manage risk and identify some of those risks that you see and how you are going to overcome them and identify things like how are you going to balance leading and you know tipping the, I always call it tipping the market a little bit telling people maybe what you're doing or what you're thinking about doing but without telling your competition everything that you are doing so they just copy you right and way ahead of time because you always want to have that market edge and when it comes to social there's a lot of fun things you can do you know we've even seen it with our own business we can talk about things we're going 
going to do or that we're thinking about doing. And little do you know, really quickly, you know, one of our competitors or multiple competitors are out there doing that same thing. But we really never made the decision we were going to do it. We kind of just put it out there. Some of that that I do count go, dates way back to my early corporate days um, when I worked at Sun Microsystems. We used to have a ton of fun tipping the market. We were truly doing social before there was anything called social media. You know, so we were building huge developer networks that started just from a groundswell, from the ground up. So, but there was a lot of risk we had to manage at the same time. And we had competitors after us. You know, we had big blue IBM after us. And I would launch a campaign and it would be literally some of our competitors would have the, almost the same words within like, you know, two, two to three weeks. And I can remember our CMO saying, you know, it's the copying is the best form of flattery. So you kind of just got to remind yourself that and you need to be able to have those real conversations with your executives that as you are putting more content out there, as you're sharing more about what your brand is doing, there is a risk of some of these things happening. So you just need to protect that brand. You need to have a crisis policy in place because as I always say, if something is going to go wrong with your brand and social, it's not going to happen on a Monday morning at 8 a.m. It's going to happen on Saturday night at 10 p.m. Okay. When everybody is having fun. So you better have a process of who's monitoring those social channels, of who is going to respond when it needs needs to be escalated, who it needs to be escalated to. And so you don't have any quick knee jerk reactions that actually end up hurting your brand more than they help your brand. So proactively and positively managing that brand risk is going to give your executive an ease of, they're going to have a peace of mind and an ease in accepting this change that they're going through because it really is about managing change. And it's about taking them from a place from their box that they feel comfortable with giving them a reason of why you're moving to where you're moving. Because change for the sake of change is, you know, change, right? Why are you going to do it? All you're going to do is ruffle feathers. So to me, change management has always been about what and why am I doing what we're doing? And that's why you have to get in the head of your executives and understand what they care about. And so as you're trying to implement change within your organization and get you know people on board with your your ideas and, and adoption, that you're, you're understanding why you're doing that and helping them understand why they're doing it. And taking into account their concerns at every step of the way. So tip number two is ROI, baby. So this question that your exec is thinking is, are we spending money on the right things and in the right places? So if you're putting all your efforts into Twitter, all of your efforts into Facebook, all your money into Facebook ads, Instagram, live streaming, uh, LinkedIn, whatever it may be, blogging, podcasting, is it giving you a return? Okay, so bottom line, what is the customer acquisition cost and how much is this program, this social overall program going to cost you now in six months, in a year, two years, three years, okay? They're concerned about it and they're concerned about the risk associated with this. You know, what are those contracts look like? Uh, the tools that you're signing up for, what's the commitment for those? What's the team that's going to be need to be brought on board? What's the impact that's having on the rest of the organization? organization. Uh, because any social program that's being implemented within an organization, one of the first things you need to do is to look at the list of the things that you're working on and figure out how can you cut that list in half? 
because no marketer ever said, hello, I have too much money and too much time and too much resource to put on social. I can't even use all this resource that I have. Okay. No marketer ever said that ever. So instead, what is ending up happening? You're having to look at the list of what you're currently doing in marketing and business and cut some things off. So what is the return on those decisions that you're making? Um, Most of our clients that we work with, we help them uh, if they're new to social and they're trying to get approval from their executives or their board or their founder or their investors. We help them with like three, six, nine, 12 month cycles because you need to get approvals along the way. You know, we set goals and we set KPIs, key performance indicators that we're measuring and short and near and medium long-term goals saying, okay, here is what we're going to achieve in the next 30 days, in the next 60 days, in the next 90 days. And there's a lot of value around that because instead of selling this program that the executive needs to invest in for the next 18 months to two years, start in a small increment. If they're totally freaking out about social and you're having a hard time proving the ROI because you really don't know what it looks like yet, which is okay, then you need to take baby steps. You need to crawl, walk, run. Start with a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day plan and make sure you deliver to those goals that you set. Make sure you deliver deliver to what you're promising you're going to do. So under promise and over deliver and always know what your goals are, your objectives are, your KPIs are, and how are you measuring success? What does success look like to you? And remember, it's about the journey. It's not necessarily about the the destination. And you need to make sure you're educating your executives on that, that it's not just about becoming a social business, you know, in 18 months from now, they need to embrace the journey and that this is something that's being integrated into your business for both the short and the long haul. Right. And so you may you may need to have some change management. You need to may need to do some mindset shifts as you are moving into this. So Uh, number three thing that your executive cares about is of course generating leads. Are we really getting new customers or helping the sales process? So are we are we generating new business? Okay, that's a top question. Another question is, are we, you know, decreasing that sales cycle? So is it helping the sales process? Is my sales team going to be able to tap into this power? Okay, Mr. Marketer, you tell me that this is social is all about social networking and that I can reach anybody and, you know, my teams are going to be able to grow relationships. Well, then my social media, my sales team should be able to grow relationships too. My sales team should be able to reach out to other organizations that we're wanting to have a relationship with and be able to meet them online, correct? Your answer better be yes, okay? So make sure you're able to answer how are you going to be able to generate leads? And this is where it comes back to having an integrated platform that we talked about in a past podcast where you need to make sure you have an integrated platform that's working when you're not working. So it's not just about Twitter. It's not just about Facebook. It's not just about LinkedIn. It's not just about a siloed blog or podcast or you know, live streaming platform that you're launching. It is about an integrated digital social platform. And how are you gonna build that platform? How are you gonna execute an integrated marketing and business program that's going to help your business achieve their goals and increase sales? Bottom line, you better figure that out. All right, we have two more tips. I know we're smack dab in the middle of this. We need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So please hold tight, give them a listen, and I'll be right back. 
Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash host gator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with a Z.com. Okay, I'm back. Number four thing that your executives care about when it comes to social media is the customer experience and the customer insights that are gained. And we talked about this a little while ago, but bottom line, they want to make sure and you should care that you are creating the best possible customer experience that you can. You as a marketer or a business leader need to become an experience architect. And I talk about this a lot in some of our training uh, keynote presentations when I talk about omni-channel marketing and, and the customer journey. But you need to make sure that you are designing a customer experience that is bringing data into your business. It's bringing that customer to your business and you're creating that experience experience that is organically attracting your ideal customer to you, that it is increasing loyalty for your existing customers, increasing that lifetime value. Those are the terms and those are the results that are going to matter to your executive. Okay. Are you replying and responding to your customers in a timely manner? Are you acknowledging when somebody's asking you a question? Are you helping them solve that problem? You know, if you have a social... Twitter account out there and people are asking you questions and you're just throwing them into the black hole, your 1-800 number and never making sure that they get help. Your social channels are probably not providing much value and you might be hurting your brand more than you're helping your brand. So you need to make sure that you're looking at that end-to-end customer experience and that you're taking the data that is learned, those insights back into the business. So how can you take you know, the good and the bad and the ugly that you're hearing on those tweets, that you're seeing on your Facebook comments, how can you take those back into your business, right? And we work with a ton of different brands where we are doing social listening, we're doing social monitoring, we're helping them engage with their clients you know, around the clock. 
And we have daily reports that we get back to our clients showing them what are the insights? What are the conversations? What are the key topics? What's the sentiment, right? Over time, you're going to be able to need to make sure you are monitoring and you are listening and you are taking that data and that is actionable. Like what actions can you take on that data that you are learning so you can improve that customer experience, right? Number five thing your exec cares about is influencing the market, okay? So this goes back to, are you driving uh, your brand goals? Are Maybe your brand goals are around brand awareness. Maybe you're a new brand and nobody knows who you are. Maybe you're doing a relaunch, okay? Maybe you've lost some traction in the market. Are you looking to establish thought leadership? Are you looking to influence sales and purchase decisions, okay? Are you looking to, to drive needed conversations that need to happen in your industry. Maybe you're looking to influence change within your industry or market. So those that is a top uh, executive concern and, and something that is an opportunity for many executives. If they can see the opportunity to influence minds, influence people, they tend to like that a lot. If you can influence the way a market is going, particularly if you are in an innovative company that is trying to drive changes, trying to drive adoption of a new way of thinking or doing something or living, whatever that may be. So influencing the market um, and the economy could be a powerful, powerful thing that your executive cares about. So that's what I have for you today. I gave you five specific uh, things that your executives care about in regard to social media. I hope this helps you put yourself in the in the shoes of your executive. And I hope you are able to take some of these things and start implementing them and thinking about them right away as you're looking to get approval for your programs and the support and the buy-in that you need. I thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today on the Social Zoom Factor podcast. If you like what you hear today, please you know check us out on iTunes, leave us a review, Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, or even better yet, just subscribe. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.